What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Chop It Up with your host, Pasquale, the podcast to help you grow yourself, grow your business, and most importantly, grow your hair. So today I want to talk about something that's been relevant for a couple of years now, and that's social media, and it's the use of social media. Obviously, the word use is very lightly here because some people use it and some people abuse it, all right? So what I want to put out there is, obviously, social media has become a thing where We connect on a daily basis. What's the first thing most people do in the morning? You go onto social media and it's become a parallel to our everyday life. Almost like we need to compare ourselves to other people on social media. And this brings me to what people put out and what type of people you find on social media. So, you know how they say you can talk the talk, but do you really walk the walk, right? And so a good friend of mine this morning Uh, Her name is Stephanie. She started a company called Baby Steps MTL. So basically what it is, she's a very highly experienced registered nurse in Canada and Montreal, and she's done doula classes. And now she's offering service to uh, future moms and moms, you know, uh, postpartum and all these types of services that will definitely help you get through birth and obviously postpartum, which is a very important part of motherhood. Now, uh, Stephanie has been the type of person that has always been very, very quiet in what she's doing. And it kind of gave me a flash this morning where I realized like, hey, there's a lot of people out there posting a lot of stuff, posting a lot of quotes, but doing very little work. And Stephanie was always one to go to work and not say a word about it. And I've seen her countless amount of times, like we showed up for dinner and she showed up exhausted and she would still get her things done. And it's just hours after hours after hours of of dedication, really. That's what it is. Because once you find the passion that you like, like I said, the hours, you don't look at them anymore. You just do them because you feel like you have to do them. And obviously, you somewhat enjoy doing them. Do I think that enjoying your time doing something um, can pass a certain limit? Meaning that, you know, I enjoy cutting hair Uh, for 40 hours a week, but when I get to 60, 70 hours a week, when I get to taking classes about cutting hair, obviously sometimes it gets heavy, but the truth is you have to do it. If you really have goals, if you really have somewhere that you want to get, it's something that obviously has to be done. Now, that being said, Stephanie went to school uh, during school, and just to put you guys in context, um, Alex Chino, her husband, is a good friend of mine, somebody that I work with on a daily basis. And so I hear a bit of the shadows and obviously I hear him uh, complaining in some way sometimes because he'll say, oh my gosh, you know, she came home late last night. Oh my gosh, she had to stay extra at work and oh my gosh, she's super stressed because she has this, this exam coming up and I don't know why that's the voice that I think he does. It's probably not, but uh, that's just my impression this morning. And so looking at that makes me see how Steph was always one to kind of do it not complain about it and she never really said anything about this upcoming business and it just popped up this morning which brings me to myself I've had several stages of this and I've seen you know several people go through a lot of things and I have had the stages where I would talk a lot but I wouldn't really do much it was more like I'm about to do this and in the end it wouldn't really happen and one day one of my friends told me that hey why do you start stuff and never finish it. And I guess 
I guess it got me upset. And I think I mentioned this on the podcast before. And since that day, I kind of changed my perspective of things. Because once you start completing those things that you told yourself you were going to do, it becomes like an addiction. Like you become addicted to winning because those are all wins that you're putting under your belt and you just want more. And then what happens is when you talk it, you put it out there. So now you have to do it, right? Because you don't want to be that person that talks and doesn't do it. Now, there's other people that basically just do, do, do and grind in silence. And that's okay. There's not one that's okay and not okay, right? Because there's also people that talk, talk, talk and never do anything. And that's okay because that's their reputation and not mine. But what I've realized is that when you're the type of individual that just puts all its effort, okay? When I say all its effort, it's not about what you do when you're feeling good, when you're feeling happy, when you're full of energy. It's about what you do when you're not feeling good. It's about what you do when you don't feel like it. Because that's the work that's definitely going to differentiate you from the next person. Because most people will get home and they don't feel like doing something. And what are they going to do? They're going to turn around. They're going to go sit on the couch. They're going to go watch Netflix. Is that okay? Absolutely, it's okay. But how many times a week is it okay? I'm going to tell you guys the truth. I went through three weeks of non-stop work. You guys may have seen that the podcast has uh, lost a couple episodes during the weeks. As you guys know, I release episodes on a weekly basis, but I've been super busy and I kind of pushed the podcast to the back burner for the time being because I was establishing a new location. And when I say establishing, it's really building because now we're in the establishing period where I need to build a clientele, where I need to train the staff, where I need to bring up, you know, bring up the numbers, make it make it a rolling barbershop like every other barbershop that I own. Now, that being said, it's, it's what you do when you feel like stopping. So how many times in the past few weeks have I done everything, done everything? Like I went at it and then all of a sudden I get a phone call and say, hey, this permit was refused. I said, what do you mean this permit was refused? And how easy is it to just say, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not doing it. I'm pulling out. I don't want to have anything to do with it. I'm fed up. I'm okay the way I am. Because in reality, what you're doing when you're, you know, starting a new endeavor is you're adding problems to your life. Okay. And the thing is, when I say problems, it's not to be taken in a negative way. It's more to be compared as to challenges because obviously, hey, you own one business, you have five employees. You could be all right. You're going to live your life. Uh, you know, you, you, you'll be okay. But then what? You know, so you get to a point where I was at a point where I found that I was plateaued. I was just cruising. And that cruising part may seem fun in the beginning, but that's not me. I just need more. I need to get more done. And what I started doing and one thing that's helped me and brought me back also to back in the days. I don't know if you guys remember Facebook check-ins, right? So you used to go on Facebook, check in, let everybody know of where you were, right? So most people were checking in with bottles and listen, I've, I've done it, you know, Club Rouge bottles, this and that. But what I used to do is I used to check into the gym every day. And if you guys, if you guys remember this, people used to make fun of it, say, did you really burn the calories if you didn't check into Facebook? But for me, it was more an accountability thing where when I checked in, I felt like I put it out there and I let people know that I was there. Now, that being said, could I... Would, have, would the workout have counted just as much if I didn't check in? Absolutely. But I'm the kind of person that likes to put it out there because I keep my accountability with the people around me. What's the first thing I did when I moved to Florida? I told people that I was going to own two barbershops within one year. And I told a lot of people. And you know what I don't like? I don't like liars. I don't like looking like a liar. So what did I do? 
I opened my first shop. I bought my first shop. Okay. That was quite the process because there was immigration involved. There was other people involved, parties. We have lawyers involved. It's not the same thing as in Canada. There's a lot of licensing here. There's a lot of permits. It was probably the craziest thing I've ever done in my life. Think about it. Most people will not go through this process in their own country. All right. Now I moved to another country where I had no house. I had to purchase a house. I had to go and find a business. And let me tell you one thing. People here are different. People are built different. And as Canadians, we are strong, but we're not different. We're not like the people here. So you're definitely going to have to adapt to the crowd here or else you're going to get eaten alive. And that's one thing that I learned pretty quickly. And I turned around and became one of those people, right? I, I Today, I can say that, you know, I definitely changed the way I do business. I definitely changed the way I look at a dollar. I definitely changed the way that I portray myself when I enter a room. So I bought my first barbershop. It went through. I was proud. But guess what? I don't think I was really proud because I bought something. I bought something that somebody else built. And did I improve it? Absolutely. Because you know what? The staff that I have now, the way we run things is fantastic. It's amazing compared to what was in there before because the owner wasn't present. The person that was running the business, I'm going to say, didn't really care about the people in there. And that's the difference between me and most business owners is obviously everybody cares about the dollar, but I care about my people because my people are my business. My people represent me. So how can I have somebody that represents me that I will not care for? And when I say care, It's not about buying pizza once a month. It's about genuinely wanting to be in these people's lives. Anybody that works on one of my chairs can call me at any moment. I will answer my phone and I will drop whatever I'm doing if it's an emergency or I will definitely tend an ear to listen to these people if they have problems even in their personal life. Because at the end of the day, these people are the reflection of who you are. And the best thing I can tell you is if ever you have people that are around you that you're working with, care for them. Because... It just changes the way you work. Even if I go to work one day and I cut hair with the boys in the shop, because I care for everybody, my days just become better and the mood within the shop completely changes. And the second you have somebody in that room that doesn't care for everybody else, they will feel out of place. And guess who feels that care when they walk in? Our customers, the people that walk into our our, our establishments definitely feel that there's a certain vibe amongst the team, which basically reflects onto the clients and the clients feel comfortable in that. So when I say that I build businesses, I like to say that I build homes because you know what? When I go to my business, I love it there. I can stay there all day. I can even hang out there. Even if I'm not doing work, even if there's no clients, I often go and just offer coffees to the the staff. I offer coffees to the clients, chat it up with the people there. And that's how you create an environment, right? But the way I get to that is by relentless work. Basically, not stopping. Even when I don't feel like it, I'm very picky with details. I will sacrifice. I will go all the way. I will take risks. You know, I'm right now in a position where I've had so many expenses in the past months where I don't feel comfortable financially anymore, you know, and is that a good thing? I'm starting to think it is because I put myself against the wall. I put myself in a position where I have to work, where I have to give it all I have because that's the only choice I have. I can't turn around and say, it's okay, I'll be lazy, I'll, I'll sit back. And and really, you know, when, when you have too many numbers in that bank account, that's what starts to happen. And you need to put yourself out there, you know. And sometimes I feel like um, 
one of the things that I always do is I always purchase something new. You know, I'll, I'll go into an investment where I don't see the money in my checkings and where I, f- I feel like, hey, I got I to gotta get to work. I got to do this, right? And it's an extra form of motivation. So to come back to how I portray myself on social media, I've decided to portray myself as myself, okay? I have objectives. I have things that I want to do and I put them out there. And for me, putting those objectives out there makes me have to do them. Because I just said something, so now I have to do it, right? So if I said I'm going to own, you know, 50 barbershops in five years, I have to own 50 barbershops in five years. Regardless of what way I'm going to get there, I will put in the work. And every time I feel like basically sitting down and taking a break or whatever it is, I remember that I have to put in the work to get there. And then you have people like Steph who put in the work regardless and grind for themselves and that's what I find crazy is because most of the time that I would hear from Steph was kind of like, oh, she's working again. Oh, she's doing this again. Oh, she's stressed. Oh, she's tired. But when I actually inquired and actually was told what Stephanie does, it's absolutely incredible. She manages people. She manages a huge team of people. She bounces from one place to another. And she keeps studying and she keeps bettering herself while doing that. So although sometimes we think, oh, that person works a nine to five, it's not necessarily a nine to five. It's about the mindset that you have. So that's why sometimes I respect and appreciate people that go the extra mile because that extra mile is what's going to open doors for you, right? So I've dealt with so many people. You guys know how many you know employees went through my chairs, the amount of chairs that I have, and how many times did I hear, yeah, but I do my hours. Okay, that's cool. But you're paying for them. And that's what's expected. Now, don't expect to get something more than the next guy If you do the exact same thing as the next guy. So I'll keep preaching that you need to work. You need to work. You need to enjoy life definitely. But if you can find a balance. And I'm not going to say a balance because I think balance is nearly impossible to say like, oh, I have the perfect balance between seeing my family, between working and between working out. No, it's a question of priorities. And if you could put your priorities in place to where you enjoy them, to where you enjoy smashing those goals, then all of a sudden it's no longer work. You know, as they say sometimes... Oh, you know, uh, find the best job and you'll never have to work a day in your life. That's not true. Even though you have your favorite job, some days you don't feel like it. But those are the days that are going to push you forward. And guess what? When it's 5 o'clock and you're finished and a client walks through the door, you take that client. Because that client might be a repeat client and will take you to having another person in your books. And I'm I'm definitely talking as a barber. um, You always have to go the extra mile. And if you think that you're fully booked and you don't need to go the extra mile, guess what? surprise eventually those people are going to leave you and you need to bring in new people and it's not there's not always a reason sometimes people move sometimes you said something wrong sometimes you did something wrong but the day you start thinking you don't need new clients i think you're going to be a little lost in a couple of years i've been cutting hair now for 17 years 17 close to 18 years that's half my life okay and as you know i opened this new shop it's called rosado um, Rasato, which is basically shaved in Italian. And it's kind of a dedication to my Italian heritage, also to my passion, which is which is hair. And as some of you may or may not know, I've been cutting hair for 17 going on 18 years now, which is nearly half my life. And I opened my new shop in Delray Beach uh, last week called Rasato. Rasato means shaved in Italian, right? So Rosado is a project for me that's brought me back to life, that's brought back my 
passion for developing business because you know what? Because I'm building it. I didn't buy something that was somebody's already and try to make it better, okay? Because sometimes what happens is if the foundation is not built well, how can you straighten out that house besides destroying the whole thing, right? So definitely I had a lot of renovations to do. Um, you guys may, may or may not know, but I was running under a different banner here in the States when I first got here. And a couple of things happened with the, you know, the founder of this banner. We didn't see eye to eye. And the one thing I will never, ever, 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 ever sacrifice are my values. And the second that somebody goes against those values or somebody doesn't align with those values, and I will say that my number one value is respect. And when somebody doesn't align with respect, you no longer have a place in my environment. And I no longer will even open my ears to listening to anything you may have to say because if there's no respect, there's nothing else. It stops there, right? When I hire somebody now, I give them a booklet and I tell them, read this booklet. If there's anything in this booklet that you're against, unfortunately, this is not your place of business. You can go apply anywhere else, but if you don't run along these values, you don't belong here, right? So now I'm in a place where I'm building something new, where I'm bringing in new people. And guys, I'm going to say it again because I keep saying it. This is going to be the best barbershop in America, okay? And when I say barbershop, it's not a barbershop one establishment. It's the barbershop brand, okay? Because I came out here with a reason and Rosado really woke me up. It really brought me back to that feeling when I was 24 years old and I put the keys into my first location, which is on Beaubien in Montreal. And I walked in and I had a goal and I had ambition and I found that back. I can't say, I must say that I had lost it for a couple of years. As some of you may know, I had times in my life that were really, really hard. I lost somebody that was very dear to me and that took away a lot from me. But moving here, moving to Florida, <laughs> sorry, moving here, moving to Florida and starting this new project really, really lit a flame in me. And I guarantee you that I'm going to talk a lot, but I'm going to walk even more, okay? Because I'm here, I'm here to do great things and I want to work with people that want to do great things. And if you think that you're one of those people, you may not be a barber or you may want to be a barber, but I guarantee you there's a place in my establishment for you. And this is not, this is not a call to action in, in terms of finding employees. This is a call to action in terms of finding people that are like-minded and finding people that want to work and, and that it may be have that it may have anything to do with my business or that it has to do with your business. If you need any form of help, guys, and I promise this to you, if you are a motivated individual and you show motivation, I promise to you that I will help you to the most of my knowledge to want to get there. And guess what? You're going to help me as well because it's not true that I know everything. It's not true that I'm better than the next guy. I'm, I will tell you one thing, I'm always willing to learn and I believe that's what's going to take me further and further year after year because you need to have that student mentality, but you also need to have that hard work and dedication mentality, all right? So guys, today, the point of today's episode was basically to tell you that if you want to talk about it, that's fine. Just do it. If you want to work in silence, that's also fine. Just do it. Just don't be that person that talks, talks, talks and does absolutely nothing because sometimes you have people out there that talk so much that have these super high standards, but don't ever pull through with anything. And that's not who you want to be, okay? So guys, if you have a minute, uh, go on Instagram, check out Baby Steps MTL. Uh, it's, like I said, my good friend Stephanie, you know, she's offering maternal services for soon-to-be mamas. And um, she's somebody that's really, really dedicated to what she does. And like I said, guys, work hard. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to be more regular on the podcast now. I'm definitely going to take some time and I want to have some guests, okay? 
in the next coming weeks, I'm going to feature my clients that own businesses because I want to talk about what other people do as well, right? It's cool to talk about barbering. It's cool to talk about, you know, the things you need to get through life, but I want to hear other stories. I want to hear how other people made it out there. If you guys have any suggestions for me, please let me know. You guys can reach out to me on Instagram, The Real Pasquale. Um, and that's it. Stay tuned because it's going to be fun. It's going to get real fun. I want to get creative on this and I'm having a lot of fun doing it and I won't stop because guess what? That's what I want to do. This is what I love to do. Okay. So you guys have a great day and uh, yeah, we'll see each other very soon. All right. Stay blessed.